welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Saturday, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saturday Situations. In a sports world gone completely mad, I'm the one person to keep your sanity ironclad. It's your boy, OG. And as always, Tilt stands for talking in layman's terms. I'm the light and the dark when you cannot see. The truth is right here. Just follow me. We gotta be happy, y'all. We gotta be happy. This world is gone mad. So let's jump right in with some of Saturday's slugs. Now, usually I start off with my, my Brittany Griner rant, but not today. After the 21 people were killed at the elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, kind of close to me, but uh, after the school shooting, I want to send my prayers and condolences out to the families uh, of the 21 dead out there in Uvalde, uh, Texas. And people, why is this not registering? Why? Why is, not, why is this not making any, any sense? I mean, the system's broken. Newsflash, it's been broken. We, we got to come up with something to fix this. These kids were killed. Right now, it's front page news. Pretty soon, it'll be no page news. I mean, it's not, it's not the NRA's fault. They don't control every gun shop in America. And they don't control every lunatic that has a gun. I mean, they have their issues and they're at fault for some of this stuff, but, but not everything. So you can't just place blame on one set of people. But this is ridiculous. I keep telling people it's all about the have and the have nots. Because none of this is going to register until one of these lunatics go up into one of these upscale white schools and kill about 30 and 40 people. And then they're going to want to have a conversation. It's all about the have and the have nots, people. Because you know why that's never going to happen? Because schools like that have real security. And the schools like the one in Uvalde don't. So, all I'm saying is make it make sense. Or we're going to keep going through this over and over again. But like I said, it's about the haves and the have-nots. So, all we can do right now is brace ourselves for the next one. God willing, it won't happen. But I'm not that optimistic anymore. Like I said, my prayers and condolences go out to the families. Now, moving on to my first rant normally. Uh, Brittany, guess what? That drum's getting louder and louder. So right now, Ms. Griner's front page news. We had a wife on uh, last fr- last Thursday, last Friday on all the major networks. Adam Silver, after two weeks on the job, they've already got a swap in place uh, dealing with the State Department, but it's still unclear whether it's going to go through or not. Uh, they're supposed to be swapping Britney for some arms dealer. I don't know if that's all just talk, but it's heavy in the news. Uh, we're going to see what's going to happen in the next few days here after her uh, detention was uh, set up for another 30 days. But like I said, the, we're still beating the drum. She's on everybody's mind except WNBA execs and their players. I guess, you know, it's too big of a distraction for them to do anything other than put decals on the floor and on her uniform. And these stars not speaking out is ridiculous. Like I said, when she comes back, she needs to do a whole lot of friend evaluating. And, but in the meantime, like I said, we're going to ride with Brittany till the wheels fall off. Get home soon. Okay, let's get into some of these Saturday slugs. I've been out for a week. Uh, my dad's been in the hospital. So some new, some old. We're going to start with the PGA last Sunday. Tiger made the cut, but he had to withdraw. Now, golf's always better with Tigers in there. And it was good to see him. 
but not the hobble tiger. And then he started making excuses. But if I'm a golfer, I have to ask myself this question. This guy's hobbled. He made the cut. And he continued playing. He shot a 78. I mean, he's a pro. 78 is a little wild for them or whatever. Anything over 75 is like, okay, he had a bad day. But still, he shot a 78 on one leg and made the cut. So, I mean, the the stories about his demise have been, you know, highly exaggerated. If he's hopping around there on one leg shooting 78, <laughs> wait till this guy gets healthy. Uh, Tiger's not a spring chicken anymore, but he's not super over the hill or anything. So, we're going to see how that goes. Moving on, uh, Floyd wins his exhibition against Moore. Surprise! Floyd is so mad that all his money is out there. These unskilled boxers are not trying to get it. Uh, he's trying to get what's left over. I really don't want to see Floyd fight anymore. But, I mean, he actually looked better than he did in his last real fight. Because, to me, his timing was shot. I mean, he was touching touching more, like, for real. And, I mean, I didn't expect anything different. But, yeah, that looked like the old money. But still, I know it's a lot of money out there, Floyd. Leave it alone. The last thing I want to see is somebody get you and they like, ah, Floyd lost. And then the downhill spiral, everybody that really, really hated you is going to be on it. You might have something that like you that turn on you. Floyd, please leave it alone. But then again, you got 80 to 100 minutes sitting on the table. Maybe I couldn't leave it alone either. I'm just saying. Moving on to baseball. Uh, Josh Donaldson for the Yankees got suspended by telling player uh, in the White Sox he was the new Jackie Robinson. Nobody really got that. Why are you suspending him for calling him Jackie Robinson? That should be a good thing. And Josh Donaldson know it was some BS. Let me break it down for you. Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. There are very few blacks in baseball starters. I mean, there's more than I actually thought when I when I looked up the rosters because you know I've been banging on the drum about I'm not really following baseball like that until we get more uh more academies for for black inner city kids that want to play you know I've been banging that drum for a long time but it's actually more brothers in the game than I actually thought so he him telling the White Sox player you're the new Jackie Robinson was basically saying oh you bringing black back and he was like it wasn't met in that context well Mr. Donaldson, and I'm a Yankee fan. Tell me how you meant it. How else could you have meant it? With the few few blacks being in baseball, oh, you're the new Jackie Robinson? Yeah, bro. Couldn't have been me. That's all I'm saying. Watch what you say, man. Some things you can't take back. And some things just tells people who you really are. And Josh, we know who you really are. Moving on. Some new stuff. The Lakers finally get their coach. They hired Darvin Ham, assistant with the Milwaukee Bucks. Darvin Ham's a good guy. He played in the league. He's well respected, but this, he's not the guy. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I, I love all minority hires, and this will give him some good experience. But Darvin's not the guy. The Lakers need a big name to deal with the front office. You got Jeannie listening to Phil Jackson. You got to listen to Kurt Rambis of all people. Magic steps in and out whenever he wants to. I think Darwin, you're gonna you're gonna tell if he's gonna be a puppet or not. I don't think I think if he's gonna do things his way, he's gonna get fired probably first mid season. 
But if if he's being a puppet, yeah, they're gonna keep him. Cause I, I already see him taking the ball out LeBron's hand. I don't think he's gonna want to trade Russ. I think he's actually probably gonna try to build around Russ a little bit if they don't get rid of him. But yeah, this guy, he's no nonsense. He he's the real deal. He's just not the right fit for the Lakers. I mean, who is really? But time will tell. We'll see with these roster moves if they're gonna let him. Do what he needs to do. Hopefully he's not in the Chauncey Billups mode where he tries to build a team up to be like the, the 04 Pistons. But we going to see. Okay, moving on to Colts in the Heat. Game 7. Game 7. They can't. The, the Celtics can't make up their mind who's going to show up. And Miami can't stay healthy. And when they do, sometimes they look like they haven't played in a month. So we got Game 7 Sunday. Looking forward to that. Now we also have still talking uh, Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, and Dion Primetime Sanders. Well, Nick opened his mouth, put his foot in his mouth, and it's just a mess. Nick's not real comfortable with his two former assistants beating him. That's what it's all about. And, you know, he just put his foot in his mouth again. He could have left Dion completely out of it. Because when Dion goes to recruit these kids, he doesn't recruit the kid. He recruits the parents. Dion's from my era. So his parents, they're like, oh, it's prime. So if he shows up in that living room, nine times out of ten, he's getting a kid. Nick, you just, you 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 sold Alabama. Oh, hey, you know, such and such went here. Nah, you can't go in that, you can't go in that black family's living room with that, oh, we just going to offer him a good education. That's not going to work no more. These NIL deals are out of control. And who do you want to show you how to get the money? Nick. Or prime. Jimbo's just caught in the middle. You know, I don't even know why, you know, Alabama doesn't have deep pockets like, like Texas A&M. So I don't even know why uh, Nick went there. I mean, maybe he had, I don't, I don't know what that was about, but it's ridiculous. So we'll see how this pans out. Because Deion's just in it, and I keep telling people, people don't know Deion's plan. It's simple. Deion's son, Shador Sanders, is going to be the first black quarterback from HBCU to be selected number one in the draft. That's what Dion's about. I mean, he's down for the kids at JSU and all of that, but that's what Dion's about. And trust me, he's got the plans and the work to make that happen. So, that's what Dion's about. Okay, now we got Lamar Jackson no show to OTAs. Lamar doesn't have a contract yet. I wouldn't show up to OTAs either. You got Josh Allen, who hasn't won a MVP, already has his contract done. And if my my contract is anything below that, we're not talking. Oh, he can't do They always want to nick. They love it when a black quarterback runs and they're winning. But, you know, Lamar was hurt last year. He got nicked up a little bit. Then all of a sudden, oh, his uh, shelf life in the league, running quarterbacks. Man, Michael Vick played 15 years. Randall Cunningham played 17 years. They got to get rid of that narrative. Football is football, and they damn near playing touch now. So, I don't know. I don't know what they're talking about. Lamar, do do you get your money? Okay, moving on. Cap works out for the Raiders. Why cap? Why? I thought we had been over this. You can't rage against the machine and then want to go back to the machine. That's not how it works. You can work out for all. All the teams, if you want, they are not letting you back in. You railed against the shield. 
and you made money off of it. They settled out of court. You got Nike commercials, and I'm not mad at none of that. But if you were ever going to get back in, it was not going to be suing the league and winning. If you haven't heard, they don't like that. And I wish you all the luck. I wish one team would pick you up and something happens to the starter and you get in there and this this big uh, comeback story. But Cap, I don't believe in fairy tales. And at this point, you shouldn't either. But good luck, brother. I hope it works out for you. I'll be rooting for you along the way. But why? At some point, you got to let this go. I'm just saying. Okay. Still in football, Russ, Mr. Clean Cut Russ, his first game with the Broncos is going to be against his old team, the Seahawks. Come on, man. You talk about strategy. They want to test old Russ Hart the first game. We about to see who was behind the magic. Was it Pete Carroll or was it Russ? Was it Pete Carroll or was it Russ? Game one, we about to find out. Seattle don't even know who they got on the center. I'm looking for Russ to ball ball, like drop 40 on them. We going to see. And then finally for Saturday Slugs, we got the, the bout tonight, uh, Tank Davis against Roley Romero. They went to the weigh-in yesterday, and Tank thought it was a good idea to push Roley off the stage. <laughs> I mean, Roley's quick reflexes stopped him from twisting the ankle or something of that nature, but come on, Tank. Tank, it was funny, yes, but it, it was not It was not good theater, because if he had twisted his ankle and couldn't go, that would have been messed up. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be a good fight tonight. I think Tank's going to torture him. But if Tank doesn't get him out of there by five or six, he's a bum. But we're going to see. Because a lot of these guys are doing a lot of talking and, the, you know, the skills not matching their, their lip service. And I, like I said, I think Tank's a good fighter. But, you know, he's talented, but he's not special to me. He hasn't done anything special to me. But we're going to see. Okay, now we're jumping into what's really going on in sports. Uh I'll get into basketball, hockey, and all that when I get uh, deeper into, uh, I don't I don't miss a couple of days, so I haven't really got my research down. But we're going to jump right into this NBA thing first. Before we uh, get to the teams, let's talk about this all-NBA debacle. Okay, the MVP was a sham. I like Joker. He's steady Eddie. But if you're the MVP of the league, you need a name tag to get into the arena. I'm not buying it. It's all about... Uh, the Euro dollar making money overseas. They want Luca to be the face of the league, but he can't win. But he said the NBA was so so easy. Well, Luca's home watching the easy NBA now. But let's just go to this list. This all NBA first team. Now the positions are crazy because they can decide who's a forward, who's a who's a guard, whatever. They've got Giannis in that power forward. Giannis has played point guard most of the year. So we're going to go with that. Giannis deserves a spot. He's one of the top five players in the world. No question. I don't care where they put him. Then you got Luka at the point guard. I'm trying to figure out how Luka's uh, first team over Ja. They pretty much missed the same amount of games. Ja's team was number two in the West. Luka's was four or five. Now, you won't give the MVP award to a guy on the last place team, but you're going to give Luka the nod over Jaw, and his team was number two? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. He, he didn't have a better year than Jaw. Like, numbers-wise, maybe he did. But as far as being 
what the league was about, if he hadn't got hurt, hurt, yeah, he he might have been number two in the MVP voting other than MB. So how Luca made, like I said, Luca's talented, but they're going way over, overboard on it. Number two, they got uh, Devin Booker, first All NBA team, and I'm not gonna say uh, Devin don't deserve it. But it's almost by default. It's like how many really good two guards are in the league and how many of them are hurt. I mean, you can go C.J. McCollum. I think Book's better than C.J. You got Donovan Mitchell. Mm, tip for tat, I still take Book. Bradley Beal, when healthy, I take Bradley over Book. Clay, Clay's just coming back for injury. He's not even Clay yet. But uh, I, I would take Clay over Book. Uh, you know, Jalen Brown. You got uh, Jimmy Butler. And Zach Levine. So, I'm not gonna say Book don't deserve, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, Book Book earned that. I'm I'm not even gonna um push back hard on that. Joker, we're not even gonna talk about that because everybody knows MB should have been uh the MVP. And then we go on to Mr. Tatum, who I had several discussions about. People want to talk about oh how he uh handled Kevin Durant in the series. Let me show you how much he didn't handle Kevin Durant in the series. And no, I'm not banging on the KD uh, belt. He is my guy. He is the best player in the world. But let me just break it down for you. So, in this series, Kevin Durant had three of the worst playoff games in his uh, career. So, I'm like, okay, Tatum shut shut him down. I'm expecting him to be averaging like 19, something like that. So let's go to the numbers. KD averaged 26-3 in the series. Tatum averaged 26-9. KD averaged 6.3 rebounds. So did Tatum. KD averaged 5.8 assists. Tatum averaged 6. Now, remember... KD had the three worst playoff games of his career. Why is his numbers the same as Tatum's? But Tatum just so outplayed him. Yeah, exactly. Tatum's a great player. He's going to be a great player once he goes into his bag and stops shooting all those threes. But better than Kevin Durant right now? Hell no. If you take it, if you drafting right now, you telling me that you're gonna take Kevin, you're gonna take Jason Tatum over the Reaper. Is that what you're telling me? That what you're telling me? I don't think so. We could do a poll. Even if you don't like KD, Tatum ain't winning that one. And he shouldn't have been first team. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's r- ridiculous. There, I just want the NBA to know. We can see. We have eyes. And although they sensationalize everything and these pundits on TV try to jack to to pump these players up, we have eyes. We can see. And that first team was straight garbage because the second team will probably kick their ass. The second team will probably kick their ass. That's crazy. If you got the second team, this team, you take them on a tour around the world, they'd get their ass kicked a couple nights. That's all I'm saying. NBA, we see what you're trying to do. Cut it out. Because the Euros, yes, they have us beat hands down on being fundamentally sound. But the talent is always the same. We're always going to be able to out-talent them. 
And that's what y'all not understanding. Now let's get to the playoff games. The Celts and the Heat. <sighs> the Celtics should have been over had this thing over with a couple of games ago. But Miami is resilient. They still playing that 1985 basketball. Uh, you know, defense, 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 and defense wins championships, but so does offense. And Jimmy Butler as the uh the number one guy. Come on, let's be for real. Jimmy's not a number one. He shows up every other game. He had a good game last night. No, I mean, hats off to him, but he's not going to bring it like that every night. He hasn't. You give, me, you give me, well, in the playoffs, he had a couple of games where he dropped 30 on consecutive nights, but Jimmy's not the franchise guy, and they know that. He's going to take them only so far. And I think, uh, personally, I just think the Celtics just need to get it together. Jason Tatum just needs to go. And if he would just go into his bag and stop being Mr. Pull-Up Shooter, it wouldn't be close. Jimmy can't stop him. The kid has it all. He's, t- he's tall. He's 6'8", 6'9". He does turn the ball over a little too much. But, no, if he goes in his bag and goes to the rack, him shooting threes would be the worst of their problems, and this thing would have been over. If you got two guys doubling him, you're going to leave Jalen Brown open? Even if you're on an off night, and like I said, it's for the Celtics, it's going to come down to leadership. Now, Grant Williams is trying to pick that role up, but Grant, you're not that guy yet. They're not looking at you like, oh, yeah, tell us, Grant, tell us what to do. No. Al's the old, you know, the older statesman. He's he's really not relating. He relates to the younger guys. He can show them how to be a professional, but he's not in their ear. He's not getting in their ass. It has to be Tatum. Smart is the glue guy. He's not gonna. He's not that type of leader. He'll get in your face, but like I said, he's the glue guy. He's hey guys, come on. You know he's not get to your spot. You know he's not that guy. It's gonna come down to leadership. Udoka is doing a great job as the coach. He, he's doing a great job, but he needs someone to translate on that onto the floor. And like I said this four or five shows ago, and I hope it doesn't come to bite him in the ass like I said it would. It's going to come down to leadership in their case. Miami, it just becomes down to who's available and can they get enough offense to keep up with the Celtics. Because if you notice in the series, every time they try to blow uh, the Celtics out, they make a run. And it's not like little 8-0 runs, 10-0 It's like 20-0 runs. So that's what's going to be to, to Miami. And as far as Draymond telling them, you know, Draymond coming on there saying, you know, about uh, they want to play the, the Celtics. I'm like, you know, all the Heat fans, Heat guys are like, well, thank you, Draymond. I'm like, guy, if you need Draymond to get you excited to win a playoff game to go to the finals, then something wrong with you. Okay, moving on, the Mavericks and the Warriors series. Uh, the Splash Brothers revisited. Uh, man, like I said, Luca. They want to say Luca didn't have any help. What happened to Luca making his teammates better? Because we all know if that was KD, it would be K- KD didn't make his teammates better. But Luca, oh, his guys didn't show up. Yeah, just because you can score thirty points don't mean you're gonna you're gonna win the game. Yeah, they they you know that 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 closeout game <laughs> that was. That was splash, 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 Clay Thompson. And even though Steph, again, they gave him the, the conference final MVP, once again, he did not close out the closeout game. 
Now, I'm not knocking Steph, but people saying, oh, if they win this year, it doesn't validate the two rings they won with KD. I'm like, okay. So take KD off that team. They're not winning those rings. But I digress. Anyway, but yeah, Clay looked like old Clay. And yeah, they, they didn't run him out the gym, but they showed him the door. Better luck next year. I think if uh, the Mavs had a head Hardaway, it would have been better. But still, I still think they would have fell short. I'm not saying Dallas not going to be something to reckon with, with the right pieces. But we're going to see. Just not this year. So now we're waiting to see who the Warriors get to play. The Celtics, in my mind, if the Celtics make it to the finals, they actually have a chance to beat the Warriors. If the Heat come, they're going to bomb them. If the Heat come, I wouldn't say they're going to sweep them, but it's over in five. That's all I'm saying. Okay, now that we got that out the way, let's switch gears. Let's head to boxing. We got the big uh, matchup tonight. Roley versus Tank. We finally get a grudge match in the, in boxing. Roley hates Tank. Tank hates Roley. Great. Now we can get back to some real fights, some real boxing. The way the belts are set up right now, nobody, nobody really can dodge anybody right now. So it's either put up or shut up. Even Byron Garcia is going to have to put up or shut up. I don't think he want to fight Pitbull Cruz, but he may have to. This one, like I said... Tank should be done with him in five. It only takes him about three rounds to beat him up, which he's going to do. But, hey, Roley, is a, he's mechanical, but he has one. He has knockout power, too. So he can't play with him, but uh, I wouldn't take anybody for granted right now. I think Tank just need to get in there, do his work, and get out of there. Because I don't think Roley doesn't have the skills to beat him. I'm not saying he can't be beat. Like I said, it could be all over with one punch. But... If you haven't watched Roley, watch Roley, a couple of Roley's fights, and then come back and be like, hey, he could beat Tank. Yeah, not in this lifetime. But, hey, stranger things that happen. Mike Tyson, Buster Douglas. I don't think Tank took him lightly. So, he did push him off the stage, though. That was funny. But, anyway, we're going to see what it's about tonight. So, tune in and check that out. All the... Sure, money's on tank, but you never know. Money made with they're both in the TMT camp. Tank said this is his last fight uh, with the money team. And, you know, who knows? Floyd might have gave Roley some of uh, Tank's secrets. So we're about, to, we're about to find that out. I can't, I can't say it's like a fight I'm chomping at the bit to see, but, you know, I'm curious. Let's, so let, let's see what happens. Also in boxing. Next weekend is the the fight that I'm waiting to see. We got Devin Haney versus Cambosis. Now, Cambosis has been walking around like he's been in the spotlight the whole time. Uh, Like I said, I've watched his fights. I don't know if he got lucky. I mean, he has heart. I watched a couple of his fights. I don't see anything special about him. Nobody was checking for him. And now, all of a sudden, he's an emperor. He's this. He's that guy. You about to go into the guy... That was handpicked by Floyd to be the heir apparent. I keep telling people. Now, they don't call him the dream for nothing. They didn't get His dad couldn't make it over on the flight because of something in his, in his past. So he's over there without his head trainer. Getting ready to face you next weekend. That's a lot of angst. 
Your dad's not there. You got a chip on your shoulder. You've been running your mouth. Your 15 minutes of fame are up. You talk about speed, Tiafimo? Tiafimo beat you up like that? Man, you haven't seen hand speed. You know what you should do? And you probably have already. Go to YouTube. Pull up one of Devin Haney's videos of his hand speed. Not talking about him boxing. Just his hand speed. You about to get your ass whipped. Like I said, this is two-way street. Devin can go over there and be coordinated and become the, the boxer that everybody knows him to be. Well, he can come over there and be the biggest flop ever. But here's the catch. There's the second fight. Win, lose, or draw, they both have to fight each other a second time. Because Cambosis knows he's not ready. He knows. He knows. I can't wait. I can't wait. And also, <laughs> uh, Canelo Alvarez, they voted pound for pound best box in the world, which was a crock I told you he was not gonna re have the rematch with Bivol. It was announced uh, last week that he's gonna fight uh, Triple G again mm, I might watch that I mean this they, they had two pretty good fights but yeah he didn't in his prime he didn't want to rematch with Floyd and this guy beat him up way worse than Floyd I knew it wasn't gonna happen it was a lot of lip service. How can you be number one pound for pound in the world and you just got your ass beat? I'm trying to figure that out. Somebody need to call Earl Spence and ask him that. Because I'm, I'm not I'm not buying it. But anyway, uh, yeah, I knew uh, Canelo was going to be a coward. Not, uh, guys, like Floyd said, I was almost 40 when I cooked him. So all you have to do uh, is out on Canelo. Just box him. Amir Khan had him beat until he tried to fight him, and then he got knocked out. I'm just saying. Well, taking up enough of your time for this Saturday. Like I said, there's a lot of things to do. I uh, want to thank you for tuning in for another edition of Saturday Situations. I uh, want to send a shout-out to my dad. Uh, he's recovering. He's in a rehab facility right now. Hopefully he gets well up and out so he can go home. Uh I want to also shout out, <clears throat> shout out to my man, Slack Jr. He's a new homeowner. Congratulations. Uh, I want to shout out again to all the graduates from last week, this week, college, high school. Congratulations. Go forth and be great. Okay, everybody. Live, love, and be happy. It's your boy, OG. And as always, I'm O-U-T.